0: The most likely landing spots for the top four Toronto Raptors have been revealed. As Vegas now has their odds out on potential trade destinations for Fred Van Vliet, Pascal Siakam, OG Ananobi, as well as Gary Trent Jr. So we'll discuss those in this video as well. As the Lakers reportedly being interested in a Fred Van Vliet trade, as well as a trade with the Raptors for the Raptors Groat Kyle Lowry. So we'll discuss that as well as Norman Powell making some insane takes regarding the 2019 championship for Toronto Raptors team and a whole bunch more. So, let's dive in the first topic of discussion. The first thing we're taking a look at is the odds have been revealed for Siakam, Fred VanVleet, Ananobi, and Gary Trent Jr. trades. Now, it's been a tumultuous season for the Toronto Raptors. It's been a wild roller coaster as, you know, we've not lived up to expectations. We've had flashes of glory, but we're also not bad enough to compete for, uh, you know, in the tankathon to acquire Victor Wembanyama at least just yet you know, as the last three-game win streak we've been, been on has shown. So, that's led a lot of Toronto Raptors fans, a lot of pundits to expect a trade to go down uh, coming up ahead of this year's trade deadline. And now, as the reports have been flying out left, right, and center, we've been covering them all in the Raptors Digest, but odds have now been revealed for the Raptors' top four guys and where they could potentially land following this year's trade deadline on the CoolBet app, which you can check out using the link. Sign up for it in the link down below. But let's dive into these odds as a you know, we got some interesting ones as obviously for all four guys, they, uh, they have predictions in terms of where Gary, Pascal, OG and Fred will play following the 2023 NBA trade deadline. And the Raptors are the most likely destination for all of these, uh, all of our players, all of our top guys, which makes sense. You know given that's the team that they're currently on it feels like every single team is interested in all these guys as we've seen with all the reports that have come out in recent weeks but for gary looks like the wizards the bulls the hawks the warriors and the lakers are the top potential destinations for him outside of the toronto raptors and he's a guy that said it's been undeniably available for the toronto raptors according to mark stein the Warriors and the Lakers have popped up in a lot of reports, and we've heard that the, the Wizards have also expressed interest in, uh, in Gary. They're a team with Bradley Beal, Chris Taps, Porzingis. Don't really want to tank at this point, but also don't really have a record. They're in a similar boat to the Toronto Raptors, so we'll see if uh, they're interested in acquiring Gary at that point. But uh, Pascal Siakam is also a guy no Toronto Raptors fans really want to let go, want to lose. But the Warriors and the Heat and the Lakers are top destinations for that for him, you know, there's a a lot of interesting teams that you can bet on in this list. You know, the Warriors are really the only spot that have had a a fair bit of rumors, at least in the past couple years regarding Pascal Siakam, then OG Ananobi, who interestingly enough is the most likely Toronto Raptor to be traded, which we covered in uh, the video yesterday as uh, the odds, the Vegas bookies, they all predict OG Ananobi is the most likely Raptor to be uh, dealt ahead of this year's trade deadline, at least in terms of our top four guys. And They got some interesting landing spots for him. Obviously, the Knicks, who we've covered. The Mavericks, who would be a perfect fit around Luka Doncic, OG Ananobi would, but they don't have a lot of assets to send back. The LA Lakers, Miami Heat Trailblazers, who were interested in OG Ananobi this summer, and the Sacramento Kings, who are making a little playoff push this season. So, that's an interesting list of teams. The Knicks... I think are the most likely destination given their multitude of draft picks that they could send over to the Raptors in a potential package and they have a few young guys that Toronto might be interested in and the name that a lot of Raptors fans want to see dealt Fred Van Vliet who the Orlando Magic keep popping up in potential trade scenarios, New Orleans Pelicans Minnesota Timberwolves, Miami Heat, they're uh, they're all on that list. Fred Van Vliet even less likely to be traded than Pascal Siakam out here on this list which might uh, aggravate some Toronto Raptors fans but I think it makes sense but uh everyone's in the comment section sounding off on their opinions making some pretty solid confident takes regarding this uh this team so I decided I'd make a couple I've I've made a new bucket I'm booking it in I'm locking in a couple predictions ahead of this trade deadline and I've lumped them up both into one as I I made a couple. I think a trade will certainly be made ahead of this year's trade deadline, but I don't think Siakam or Fred VanVleet will be traded. I think uh, two of those guys won't be traded. Those are my predictions. And if you guys want to bet on these uh, potential trade scenarios, because I know a lot of people think Fred VanVleet's guaranteed going to be traded, that a lot of people think there's no chance OG will be moved. Well, you guys can bet using the the CoolBet app down below, using our link in their sportsbook that's regulated in Ontario. They're available all across Canada. They have these odds. I just showed you on the screen there now. And uh, you can give your opinion on where you think these Toronto Raptors players will land. They're regulated in Ontario. They're available all across Canada. And they've been supporting the podcast for the last month or so so if you sign up for them using the link down below right you, can, you let myself or good you know you can add you get added to the raptor side just cool better Discord, and then you'll get some boosted odds for all these uh all these bets these custom odds you can ask for us directly so definitely uh check out cool bet we uh you know, requested some of these odds, some of these predictions there. So, you know, let us know in the comment section below who you think will end up getting traded if you agree with these odds going down. If you want to bet on it, make some money. Definitely use the Cool Bet app. But uh, the next thing, or sportsbook app website, whatever you guys use. But uh, the next thing we're discussing is the LA Lakers interested in a Fred Van Vliet and Kyle Lowry trade, or either one of those guys in a, potential, uh, in a potential package. As it's widely known that the LA Lakers want to improve their roster, but they don't. They're reluctant to give up those uh, future draft picks, those 2027-2029 unprotected picks that are really the only two assets they have to be able to send out from the LA Lakers. And now news has come out from USA Today that they're interested in a couple point guards that are involved uh, surrounding the Toronto Raptors. As The Raptors are a hot topic. Will they blow it up? Make minor moves. Do nothing at all. It's another interesting situation because the Raptors have players other teams want, including Pascal, OG, Fred Van Vliet, Scotty Barnes, uh, the 2021-2022 Rookie of the Year. Adding intrigue to all these contract situations, Siakam and OG Ananobi can become free agents in 2024, Van Vliet a free agent following this season, obviously as a player option they didn't dive into, and then obviously Scotty Barnes getting a rookie extension in, in the coming years. But uh, the Raptors are 17-23, and 23 and they have fa- financial decisions to make at some point. Keep this in mind, too, under Team President Masayu Ujiri General Manager Bobby Webster, the Raptors are not known for making major deals at the trade deadline, but Fred Van Vliet is worth watching. And with his name linked to a possible Lakers deal, don't uh, discount a sly move from uh, Van Vliet by Orlando. So... Interesting comments there, obviously the Raptors. That's something I, I've seen a lot of pundits and reporters say about the Raptors not making big moves at the trade deadline. I tend to disagree. We traded for Marcus Salt, at the trade deadline a few years back, right? We traded for uh, Sergi Baca under the Masai Ujiri Webster regime right those are both uh deadline moves that were pretty big we trade away norman powell who we'll discuss later in this video at the deadline so we acquired gary trent jr the raptors have made some big moves at the trade deadline so that's not something masai ujiri has shied away from acquired pj tucker a couple years back The raptors have made some deals so fred van vliet obviously being linked to the lakers right now is fairly interesting because the lakers they don't want to give up those picks fred van vliet's a free agent so what would the raptors get back in a potential fred package I don't know. A lot of people want to dump him for absolutely nothing. So, I, uh, you know, if you want to send him to the Lakers, just take back some light contracts, take back Russell Westbrook or something insane. That could be a salary dump. But outside of guys like Austin Reeves, really, I don't even know who else I think of on the roster. With exception of AD and LeBron James, who'd really be guys you'd be interested in bringing back to the Toronto Raptors. Maybe Lonnie Walker, who has been all right this season that's taken a step forward, but it's still not a guy that's moving the needle for the Toronto Raptors. I don't see a real package where uh, Fred VanVleet's going to the LA Lakers, but if they're interested in him, maybe they could uh, swing a multi-team package, a multi-team deal where players are moving around left, right, and center. But in terms of just assets, unless the Lakers are willing to add first future unprotected first-round picks, then uh, then I'd be more have my eyes on a potential LA Lakers deal, but interestingly enough as well, they're linked to the Raptors' Grote Kyle Lowry, and the Miami Heat are looking to shed Lowry's salary as well right now. I, there's a, actually, did I forget to screenshot that? Yeah, that's a, but I forgot to screenshot the other report, but basically the, from USA Today as well, the Lakers are interested in acquiring Kyle Lowry, and the Miami Heat want to shed his salary, which I find Fairly interesting because Lowry, even though he's dealt with some injuries, has been all right, has been sold this season. The Heat haven't been that great. And as we said when uh, Kyle Lowry signed that contract, that was a lot of money for an aging veteran and aging Lowry. While he still has some value out there in the NBA, it makes sense why the Miami Heat, a team that's kind of in the middle of the pack right now, might want to move on from him and try to retool their team this summer. But fairly interesting stuff. Do you guys think the LA Lakers have a real shot at trading for Fred? Let me know in the comment section below and, you know. Check out those odds as they keep moving. They keep moving at this point. But uh, the next thing we're taking a look at is Norman Powell making an insane take regarding the championship Raptors. As Norman Powell, for people that have been watching this podcast for a long time, know, I'm a I'm a big fan. I lived on Norman Island for a very very long time before everyone really came around with his uh, in his second last season of the year following the Toronto Raptors championship glory. Right, uh, you know, Norman Powell was a guy that. People weren't very high on due to his inconsistencies and all that, but he's fallen out of favor a little bit with me, at least in the short term due to his comments he made regarding uh, the championship 2019 Toronto Raptors. As he came out and basically said, I talked to his team, the LA Clippers, and I told him this de- team is deeper than the Raptors team I was on. It's all about identity and who we are. How we're gonna play, Powell said. I feel like every team goes through it. If you look back at the championship teams and top teams, there's always a point in the season where you just where you get here, and we've been here a couple times for whatever reason it is, and it's just gutting up and uh, taking and taking it and coming out of it. So, Norman Powell made those comments, and sort of name dropped. He's backing it up on Instagram as well, but basically came out and said that the the Clippers. They're a deeper team than that uh, Toronto Raptors 2019 roster. And I have the rosters pulled up here now, so we can take a look. Right, the Clippers obviously have a couple guys, and Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, pretty solid. And then, you know, beyond those two, you have Norman Powell, who's, you know, again, solid role player. Marcus Morris, Reggie Jackson, role players, you know, not a, nothing too, too crazy. John Wall, who hasn't been that amazing this year, you know, 11 points per game. Zubac again, a solid center, Nothing nothing too, too wild. Kennard can knock down threes, Terrence Mann, Nicholas Batum, Covington who's fell off a cliff this season, Bo- Boss Brandon Boston, Boston, if I can read, you know, Moses Brown. They have some guys. They're a team that's filled with uh, you know, a substantial amount of role players. A bunch of guys averaging you know, five, six, ten points per game, you know, especially with all the injuries they've had. That's why some of these stats are especially inflated because guys are in and out of the lineups, they're getting more and more opportunities. And you look at this roster. You know, obviously all-stars in Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. And then really, with the exception of John Wall, who's really a shell of his former self, no other real uh, all-star caliber guys on this roster. Players that made all-star teams. Players that you'd consider stars, at least within the last three seasons of them playing, outside of Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Not even to factor in injuries for those guys. Now you look at this Toronto Raptors 2019 team. Kawhi Leonard, who is substantially better, at least injury-wise, uh, than the the modern-day Kawhi Leonard for the LA Clippers. You have the Raptors' groat, Kyle Lowry, who's still in the prime of his career, basically, at this point, facilitating for others. You know, points per game isn't too, too high at this, uh, this stature, but, you know, he's facilitating his playing defense. He's doing Kyle Lowry things out there. You have Pascal Siakam, who, uh, you know, during this season, you know, took a, took a leap forward, took a step forward. And I believe, uh, I'm not sure if these are career stats or... What's uh what's going on at this this juncture, at this uh this uh point. But uh we have Danny Green, we have Sergi Baca, we have Marcus Sull, right? We have uh OG Ananobi, we have Norman Powell also, who is the third leading scorer I should've ordered sorted this by uh points per game. But within within what, two, three seasons of all these guys playing. Right, let's uh let's avoid the points per game, because I don't have those in order. But Within the two to three seasons of, uh, this year that the Toronto Raptors played, you have all-star MVP Caliburn, and Kawhi Leonard. You have all-star Kyle Lowry. You have all-NBA guy in Pascal Siakam. You have all-star Fred Van Vliet. You have Sergi Baca, Marc Gasol. Marc Gasol was an all-star a couple years prior. You have OG Ananobi who took a leap next, well, was playing elite defense that year, was dealing with some injuries during that playoff year, right? But, uh, definitely, uh, provide some serious impact on that, uh, that team, right? Danny Green, who's a legitimate starter, You have Jeremy Lin, who barely got minutes. You got Norman Powell, who barely got minutes, right? Norman Powell is probably the third. He's the third leading scorer on this Clippers team. And he was like a spot minutes player for this Toronto Raptors squad, even though he was out there being a buck killer. And then looking in the depths of the roster, you have guys like Chris Boucher didn't take his leap just yet. You know, Jody Meeks, Patrick McCall, all guys that could sort of get some opportunity, get some run out there. And, uh, you know, so what am I counting? One, two, three four, five guys that were all-star caliber dudes within two to three years of that season. You know, Danny Green, Sergi Baca, and uh, OG Ananobi, three dudes off the bench, even four dudes you want to count Norman Powell that were, you know, you may, may be saying uh, all-star role players, right, guys, that get you 20 on any given night, right? And you're comparing that to this, uh, this LA Clippers team that right now in the standings is barely above 500. They're in the middle of the pack of the Western Conference. Norman Powell's comparing that, not trash squad, but mid squad of the LA Clippers to a championship team from the Raptors. I don't know. Absolute nonsense out there for Norman Powell. Foolishness, utter insanity. I don't know what he's going on with, but maybe he's better at the Toronto Raptors for trading them. Who really knows? You know, I still love me some Norm God. I love me some Norman Powell, but. That's a bad take there. That's a bad take there, Norman. So let me know what you guys think about that in the comment section below. And the final thing, final thing we're discussing in this video is Scotty Burns taking some heat from Bleacher Report. As uh, they said, they broke down the disappointments of the season and the Toronto Raptors, I thought sh- as a team should have been in there, but they decided to take it out on Scotty Burns as especially how he's getting that I dare you treatment from opposing defenses. The only reason why Toronto Raptors rank 29th in the half court in terms of scoring efficiency isn't, sorry, But uh, isn't sure why it it is. It sure isn't helping matters. Even worse, the defensive impact seemed to set Barnes on the floor as a quality starter has largely disappeared. Toronto's defending better with him on the bench, and blow bys from players are not known to be uh, not known for their off the dribble burst are far more common than they used to be. So basically, talking about how some teams are out here, you know, given the Ben Simmons treatment to Scottie Barnes, his defense has fallen off. And while I think those are fair criticism, I think. I think Scotty Barnes has taken a lot more heat than he really should be this season because he's still putting up pretty solid stats on the year, right? His numbers are slowly increasing to the point where they're a little bit better than uh his rookie season. Maybe not in the advanced categories and stuff, but he's treading in the upward direction, right? While sometimes he's getting that treatment and he's not looking confident in shot. That's maybe one out of every 5 games. The defense has looked worse and some people are claiming that to injuries and stuff, but I don't know. I'm not big on the the Scotty Barnes hate wagon by the mainstream media. So Just wanted to discuss that, but lots of stuff to dive into in this vid. I appreciate everyone for making it this far. Definitely check out the CoolBet app if you're interested in uh, checking out any of those odds. Shout out to those guys. We were requesting for these trade odds for a little bit, and they are able to to put them out there into their app. People have been calling for some trade odds, where to bet them. So now do it using the CoolBet app. But you guys are the best. I'm signing out. Cheers.